you've taken your first step into a larger world. The Force will be with you. Always. Welcome to First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, a journey from the Phantom Menace to the rise of Skywalker. Now, here are your hosts, Calvin, Andy, and Wyatt. Hello there. Welcome to First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, a chronological journey from the Phantom Menace to the rise of Skywalker, one arc at a time. Should we be saying arc anymore? Arc was a very Clone Wars thing. I don't know. I mean, you 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 said arc. I mean, we could do episode at a time now because we're, yeah. we're going to get into a lot of episodes, yeah. whether it's movies called episodes, live TV episodes. That's true. Should have been doing episodes the whole time, I two guess. Two movies that pointedly call themselves not episodes. True. Uh, anyway, okay, from um, one episode at a time. I'm Calvin. I've seen a lot of Star Wars. I'm Wyatt. I've seen Star Wars not two hours earlier today. <laughs> Same. They're not special. <laughs> I'm Andy. I've seen a not insignificant amount of Star Wars. Um, I I have seen Star Wars over two hours ago. I watched it. I, I watched the episodes around noon today. It's funny for Bad okay. Batch because for Clone Wars, I did know pretty much every episode of the original series, like the back of my hand, except the season six Jar Jar episodes, which are the only ones I've only ever watched once. But for Bad Batch, I was I genuinely was having to while we were like talking about what what episodes to fit where having to remember, okay, what the hell happened in these episodes? Because I watched them once when they came out last year. Crazy. You're living my life, except you've seen them. Yeah. But you like know what I, this is, to know this the, is the closest. We know we, the overall arc, but honestly, the individual episodes are still like kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there are probably things that you guys might not have picked up, like on yeah, that first. Watch, I noticed yeah. a few, but I can't talk about them yet, which is annoying because yeah. <laughs> Wyatt and I were talking about before Andy joined the chat room some spoilery things of when we yeah. think certain things have happened. Well, and I noticed. I will say, Calvin, I noticed. Nala says wording about who they're looking for and who they need yeah. is is sticking out to me in a way that I just completely missed in season one. Yeah. Ooh. Like, I feel stupid because I was like, oh, of course it means him. But so this week on First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, we watch the Bad Batch season one, episodes three through five replacements cornered. And rampage. But before we get into that. So I was like, what kind of sick and twisted beverage would our boy tech get? Because I was just <laughs> like, I have to know. And there's this woman. This is inspired from a real life regular at my store. She comes in through the drive through and she always orders a venti green tea. No water. Extra, extra, extra ice. And two scoops of matcha shaken in and it's a disturbing drink to make like <laughs> i know that that might seem like oh whatever but the way that it looks when because because the matcha the matcha is typically used with milk so it's like the the like sort of matcha latte that's you know cute and like this very light green and then there's like the green tea which is sort of like oh like kind of a summery beverage together Together, they make the most disgusting, like, sickly green color, and it smells like 
fucking grass to me. Like not like weed, like that's real what grass. All matcha smells like to me. Whenever I make matchas at my barista, it smells like a freshly cut lawn, and I'm kind of angry about it. That's why I don't drink matcha. But it's yeah. it's like it's almost worse, you know. Like it's 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 horrible. It's truly terrible. And I hate it. And I'm always like, ew. And so I can imagine Tech like getting this drink. <laughs> and I can imagine him being like, this is the optimal beverage to get. Like Just this is to, there will to be record to drink it. Literally, literally, he will be like, there's like the nutrients, like it's it's good, it's like green, it's it's like caffeinated, but not too caffeinated because it's tea. It's like made from green tea instead of like coffee like espresso can be a lot and i feel like also that tech like can't have espresso like that's kind of something in my mind is like <laughs> he can't have like too much caffeine so he's kind of got to go for the yeah at a certain point tea. if he if he has too much caffeine echo will kill him he will die yeah <laughs> so yeah <laughs> so that was my that was my drink for him if i ever like get a chance i will take a picture of this beverage <laughs> so just so that just for our little group chat so you guys can truly understand or so we could tweet out what how, tech drinks well because also the matcha like doesn't it doesn't like distribute evenly throughout the drink so it's actually Ugh. just like chunks of like matcha powder in the beverage it's disgusting it's truly disturbing it the really lady did... who gets it is super nice though <laughs> i don't know why she does that to herself it really did crack me up at the beginning of the first episode of these group when they just were feeding Omega the military rations. Like, oh that might God. be the nutrients that she needs, but also, like, she's just a child and you, <laughs> she's she's not getting creature comforts. And that's sort of the theme of the first episode. That, I mean, that was really funny when uh, Wrecker was like, oh, yeah, I'll take your food. And Hunter was like, she doesn't have a fucking bed. And now you're going to take our food? He and Wrecker was like, oh. And Wrecker just like genuinely forgot for a second that she was a child. Yeah. Which is, is kind of funny. It's very on brand. I think it's interesting how like they all deal with her in very different ways. Well, like it, it kind of reminded me of when I lived on uh, South Campus at Syracuse. Whenever I would see a child over there, I would be like, what the hell is this? They're not allowed here because like that, that <laughs> South Campus it's was weird. It was a depraved the daycare was literally on South Campus. Yeah, but I never the, the daycare would people would take the kids to the daycare, but it wouldn't it wouldn't happen very often. And South Campus is a lawless wasteland, like giving four highly trained super soldiers a kid who doesn't have a place to sleep on their ship. And they are realizing like, shit, we don't have food. Do they need does she need milk? Like, like they're what just are we doing do? all these like basic questions. It's it's cute how Hunter is like very aware of the fact that she's a little kid and Wrecker is just like, this is another soldier. Well, this is he's how we also, treat each other. He's like, this is my bro. We are bros yeah. forever. We had a food fight together and now we are soulmates. Yeah. Um I love, and I not to jump immediately to the end of the episode, but Wrecker spending Hunter benching him and so he spends all his time making Omega a room is just the cutest thing. Oh, it is not what I expected. I was like, they're gonna come back and he's gonna be like 
good soldiers follow orders and like try oh, yeah. and kill him or something. Because he bonked his head. Yeah, he was like, oh, my head hurts. And then and in the next episode, he was doing it too. He was like, oh, my head, my head. <laughs> so we know it's obviously something to do with the inhibitor chip. But I don't know why they wouldn't just take them out. Like, I don't really understand why they're just like, yeah, we all have these chips. Let's just fucking leave them in there. Well, I will say all we've seen so far, it worked twice and it failed once. Tup died after that because uh, the surgery, it was the first time it had ever been done. You could claim Kaminoan manipulation, but I also think it's just a dangerous procedure drilling into your brain. Fives did it to himself. It was fine. And Ahsoka did it to Rex with force help. Well, and also like they just learned about the chips a couple days ago. I think I think it is. It does make sense that they're trying to gather information, but also they they can't go to a doctor. (laughs) They're wanted fugitives. Yeah. So it was honestly like such a lovely surprise to get back to the ship and and. Wrecker has been playing male wife essentially and just fucking like was like I work hard to make this house a home uh yeah well and it's it's I like the immediate big brother and dad vibes they establish for Wrecker and uh Hunter because I, I feel like Tech and Echo are the weird uncles of the group like yeah we haven't seen Omega interact with them much but there's very clearly a father figure and an older like older goofy brother figure established and this is i think when i stopped hating wrecker on my first watch i was like ah no they got me he's he's like he's a he's not only a big softy but he's like nice to the kid and and it like it made his comedy funnier knowing that he wasn't just like a complete meathead also he just keeps tanking injuries and i have to respect i know yeah you got it you got to respect the grind he fist fought a rancor yeah, I know they were like they were like, yeah, you got to like show dominance. And he was like, no problem. Yeah. So in the, the but the first episode is uh, replacements also introduces a new Imperial and the con- and the concept of conscripted soldiers, uh, which right. is big. Right. So, yeah, this was very interesting to watch from that like that that whole side. That was really that was such a like good. That was so good. That was so good. Seeing those soldiers and like having them because they aren't clones. Like clones no. can do that shit and feel no guilt. There's a there's an Asian lady and a black woman and that one white guy who got shot. Who got shot. I loved as soon as he started talking, I was like, this this dude is gonna fucking die. Yeah. He's not Hunter. Crosshair had to respect Hunter a little bit, even though he was really wanted to do the same thing in the in the premiere episode. So I think honestly, Crosshair probably had very a lot of fun shooting him. It, it like yeah. got a lot of frustration out from from the first episode. But it was good showing that moral conundrum of like what is the right thing to do. Well, and so I like that these are these are Republic conscripts. It, yes, it seems to me they're like not. They, have, they weren't. Yeah, they 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 they, they, they joined the military during the Clone Wars. And they've been conscripted as special operations soldiers in the new empire. So I like that their moral code isn't like because they're not clones. It's not flipped with the switch. So they they just think they think they're in the Roman Republic turned empire. And it's just you change the name and the form of government and the culture and and how it's going to go on. And the military didn't change all that much. And they're actually in Star Wars. So the empire is just far more ruthless already. And that's their goal is to wipe out all dissent so they can consolidate their grip on the galaxy. I like that that one trooper disobeyed. And I also like that the others followed the order. I agree. I agree. I think that 
that you have to, to get this story where it needs to go. You have to have that development, you know? Um, yeah. Plus they got sick ass black clone armor. That's, that's Oh yeah. Awesome. Their armor, they looked really cool when, you know, shooting those civilians. I know. I mean, Crosshair obviously has different armor. Um, cause he's just sort of wearing an upgraded version of his own. Well, yeah. And I mean, I think it, they're different people. Like they, they it's more yeah. of a one size fits all in like how clones, that actually works yeah. instead of one size fits this one specific guy who we've cloned yeah. a million times and it so yeah and we've we've been formally introduced to the imperial guy who's leading this charge admiral rampart yeah um, i personally think that i was thinking about it i think that he's wrong he was like it's the loyalty of like joining that motivates me or whatever and i'm like that's so fucking stupid like i would much rather have what you know and it sucks but like they are mindless clones i would much rather have like mindless clones who will just like do whatever i want as my soldiers yeah. i than, think like, Tark- people rampart is like a true be- true believer in his plan like he genuinely thinks conscripts he he thinks he can inspire like fanatical loyalty to the empire and that will be better than clones tarkin just like thinks it's cheap and that they've ser- or it thinks that uh it's cheaper clones are too expensive and they've served their purpose I-, I don't know if tarkin knows anything behind the scenes about order 66 we we don't get told that but he's a pretty high ranking and a pretty like loyal to the emperor guy so i wouldn't be shocked if he's more privy to the fact that the clones have done their thing yeah 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 um, they've served their purpose yeah and that they're essentially in a holding pattern until the Empire decides whether or not to keep them or use other soldiers. I think it was very cool to see. We don't see a lot of not they're not civilians, like obviously they're in the military, but we have only really seen except for with the exception of like Mandalore and like the occasional groups. I feel like most of Clone Wars is clones fighting so it was yeah, fun. clones versus droids and the occasional yeah. civilian militia all, usually on the bad guy's side but then we had saw guerrera's guys who we see in these episodes yeah. but yeah we we'd only seen navy men before essentially like we had admirals yeah. who were older men who were not clones but yeah it, it it's interesting to introduce the concept of some conscripted republic soldiers as we're yeah. we're headed towards that becoming more of a thing as they implement that in Bad Batch. I don't remember if it's explicitly drawn, but it's it's not going to shock me if the chain code thing and the conscripts thing end up dovetailing, because if you have everyone identified, you can draft them. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, well, it's so, it's so interesting, too, because they make this chain code thing seem so... Like, obviously, yes, it is evil and it is like oh you can track but it's so funny because it's like low-key we do that like we it's all social have security social number. security numbers like <laughs> the know? difference here is that the it's it's a, it's mostly just an example of the empire centralizing power yeah even more than the republic because they now control both the republic and separatist systems so they control probably two-thirds of the galaxy at this point and, and the only thing they don't control is systems that were already beyond the republic like Tatooine. Yeah. Um, and the hut hut planets. But yeah, I mean, it does crack me up when because obviously it's a conflict for our heroes because they can't get one. They're already in the system as clones. But it is just like if you're Joe 
Joe Smith in Star Wars, you're like, oh, shit, I'll I'll do that. Yeah. And you probably live your life never having it affect you. But or you get conscripted and you're a stormtrooper. Yeah, but it's but it's kind of like you have to do it because if you don't, your you your money is worth nothing. You lose yeah, everything. That's you the have. insidious thing I think yeah. to me is the centralizing not just of the people, but it's like if they told us if you don't have a security or a social security number, you can't use dollars. Yeah, you have to like yeah. document yourself in order to be able to participate in commerce. No, they did. like if they were like if they were like okay, like U.S. money is not acceptable anywhere. It's now all Biden bucks. But hey, <laughs> as long as you have a social security number, you can you can go to the bank and we'll give you an equal We'll give you exchange. your life savings in Biden bucks. In yeah. Biden bucks. Like, what the fuck? It's yeah. Which is like if you are. Yeah. No. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It's in the, funny. In the, in the A plot of this episode, we had uh, them trying to fix the ship. Um, right. Which. Right. I Again, I'm I mostly i'm watching for the omega stuff because mm -hmm. i love her she's my favorite but and i i liked her so we see her in these episodes put into situations she doesn't understand did, is, did she of, get a gun was this the episode where she gets a yeah, gun again she, she nicks <laughs> hunter's gun and goes but i i love that although i fully support omega's right to have a gun i like that she finds a non-violent solution because if she'd missed with the blaster, that thing was going to eat her, the dragon. Oh, and of course, I like I knew as soon as I saw I'm like, oh, it's like a little animal. I was like, this will be fine. Like, she's a little girl. You know, kids always got that way with animals. Yeah, Sweet and it cute. didn't even it didn't really it wasn't a threat to any of them. The only reason it caused problems is it knocked Hunter's breathing mask off. Yeah, it was a like it. it's a very low key episode when Crosshair's not doing mass murder. It, it like it serves a purpose. Often the third or second or third episode of Star Wars series is very similar to this. Star Wars Rebels will do an episode like this. I think even Mandalorian might once they sort of like get out of the beginning plot. There's just sometimes a we establish some characters while doing a stupid mission episode. There there was a cool moment right in the beginning where they're basically like established that one of the main goals will be to get crosshair yes that i one forgot of the, they talk about this that yeah early. yeah so you know and, and hunter's like well no i'm mad at myself i'm not mad at him i'm mad at myself you know I, you never leave a man behind it's the fucking rescue heroes motto yeah and kind of <laughs> well kind of i mentioned this probably i think in the last episode definitely in the last episode the only other one where we've talked about bad batch besides clone wars it's the zuko it's the reverse zuko yeah the reverse zuko <laughs> yeah and I like that because they are operating under the like they know his chip is like a huge factor. Yeah, now They're aware yeah. they didn't know when he turned on them at Camino, But now once they got the information from Omega and mm -hmm. cut, I think, helped a little bit. Um, but in cut and run, they they now know that there is something going on like they need to rescue him. He didn't just turn. Yes. Um, yes. And that is a that is a interesting thing to set up because also when we get to uh ord mantel in the third episode and sid is like you guys have no money and no friends so they like they they face some problems just existing in the world that are that get in the way of anything to do with rescuing crosshair or even keeping omega safe like yeah they, they 
clone's got to eat. A clone's got to eat. You got to take care of your kid. You got to get that. Got to get that kid some milk. So. Huh. And Calvin, you and I, you and I have talked briefly. You're not as like hot on this episode. The on uh on replacements. No, I really love the crosshair plot, but I just I you know. It's, I don't We've seen it a million the, times. Yeah, this no, is it, they're trapped on a planet. They got to, you know, figure out the creature to escape. Yay. Well, yeah. that's, it, it's it's honestly a problem like more for <laughs> the uh, the weirdos among us who've seen all the Star Wars where we're like, there's certain stock plots in Star Wars, and this is one of them. It's not even a particularly notable one of them. It's it's like they're doing good character work, but the the best they do is is uh, the Wrecker moment with Omega at the end. Yes, yes. And yeah. obviously the crosshair stuff. And I do like that as the C-plot. The, yep. the broken, like the broken ship thing gets old really quickly. Like the fact that like, oh, we need to repair the ship. Like that is <laughs> I do constant. love that to repair the ship. Tech was uh, like being like, eh, it's no problem. We're totally fine. Ship breaks. They crash. Like, I, I kind of like that he's not he's smart, but he's not right all the time. Yeah. And also, I, I enjoy that they've kept up the buddy cop of him and Echo, who I've realized is a very funny duo because Tech is a nerd. Like, he mm-hmm. loves it. He loves being smart. He loves being like talking about being smart. Echo is a jock who is half like he's forcibly nerd because he's half robot. Like, he's forced to hang out with Tech, but he's like it, it drives him bonkers half the time. And I didn't clock that on first rewatch and or on first watch. And I really enjoy it. Poor Echo. He just wants to like do he's in support role now when he used to be. He was in it. He was the elite soldier. He was an arc yeah. trooper. Yeah. Oh, Andy, I have a very sad fan art that I found on the Internet to send you about Echo. Now that you can see now that you've seen his Bad Batch outfit. Great. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool. I can't wait. But I know I got to agree with you, Calvin. This episode is kind of a snooze fest. Uh, but yeah, but like the totally the, the stuff with um, man, I almost said cut, miss cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, all like B plot, C plot, so much fun. Um, but also like the other episodes just had so much other stuff going on. Yeah, I cornered the next episode was it's another kind of stock Star Wars plot in speeder chase through city, but it's gorgeous. And the stakes are done well when that you introduce that, like, it's not just Hunter versus I don't even name her in this episode. You're um, right. Shush, uh, I mean, what's yes. in the name? Her name is her name is Fennec Shand, the, the bounty hunter. Oh, we, the, they name her in the next we, one. We, yeah, I was going to say, did, I yeah. know her name. Yes. Fennec Shand I was like, versus Hunter is fun. Name. Yeah. But also Omega is like dangling off rooftops and getting lost and and just doing like normal kid in if like. It's not nine-year-old Anakin Skywalker who flies ships and does pod races and like is a prodigy. She's just she's just she's a, guy. a child. Yeah, she's, she's just, just <laughs> like an eight-year-old kid hanging out. With I think she's, she's older than eight. She's, she's gonna 12, be like eleven or twelve. She's but she's still just like a yeah. dude. They've been making like, they've been making clones for about fifteen years at this point, so she's younger than that, but not by much because she's uh, still a kid. They could have made her age quick. Yeah. I yeah, that's what I was saying when I remembered. I forgot about the advanced aging. I was <laughs> doing aging. normal people math rather than clone math. Yeah. God, I, I love hope she meets Fennec Shan's ship in this episode. Just like it. That's shit. That looks cool as fuck. I love the, the inverted wings are good, especially it's like a weird. 
it's probably intentional. It's an inverse of the ship they're flying, where she's got the the V going up and they've got the V going down. So fun visual storytelling to differentiate the villain ship. I also she's just so love cool. Fennec Shan in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and so she's voiced by Ming Na Wen um, in this episode. And should we tell them? Why not? Yeah. I mean, like she will, she's played by Ming Na Wen in live action at a certain point. That's so exciting. Um, so she's like she based just on a real so person. much fun doing the character yeah. that they brought her into the animated canon. Yep. And she Wait, that's so I cool. I think she looks slightly off of her real person self. Like they got so close to a good yeah. translation, but she does look cool. She looks better than I remembered. And she also looks younger than I remembered, which is good. Yeah, but but in her design, she does suffer the thing that a lot of TV shows and movies do whenever they go into a flashback or something or some at some point in the past where I see them as a younger person where they will have the exact same outfit or yeah. exact same style and exact thing. same hairstyle. Yeah, yeah. But it really, really it's, just reminded me of Mama Mia, Here We Go Again, when young Tanya and young Rosie <laughs> just looked exact, had the exact same hairstyle that they did in yeah. the first Mama Mia. I'm going like, to forgive Star Wars characters a little bit more, especially because Fennec's hair is pulled back. Like, it's not, she doesn't have... Yeah. Uh, she does have that cool, like, the cool little spiral ponytail thing yeah. that she's got going on is yeah. different than I have a tiny little she, Lego of her right now. The, she's oh. very cool. Yeah. yeah. No, she's awesome. I love Fennec Shan so much. I love her. She is so fun. I am she's a homosexual, so cool. but I love, I love that her. She, I love that she uh, actually kind of genuinely befriends Omega. Like, she's uh, enjoying hanging out with this child. Like, if Hunter hadn't Girl shown boss. up, she just would have walked Girl around boss. to the ship and, like, peacefully took her to whoever hired her. Um, She stole her a fruit. That was fun. That was so cute. I like that Omega... Also, and I like that Omega saw a clone doll, and that was part of it, and, like, really imprinted on the clone doll. And... Because we see her painting it up next episode. I like... I also, in a... I think a really good bounty hunter character establishing moment... She does not kill the ship guy who who failed her. She pays him and keeps him as an informant. Cad Bane would have shot. Cad Bane would have shot him. I think even I mean, I think some versions of, of Boba Fett would have shot him like that. They, they, they it, it's a good are saying what if, yeah. it's a good moment. Yeah. Establishing that she's not she's not established yet, but she's smart. And that's yeah. that's going to that makes that makes her a threat almost as much as her being able to fight. Is that she's she's not like pissed and throwing a fit, killing people. She's like, OK, they won this round. I'll get them next time. Yeah, because I have money and can afford food. <laughs> I literally like watching this. I was like, where? Why? Why did they have to kill off Ventress? <laughs> well, so this is this because does, this would have been. It's, yeah, it's Pantora. Duo. Well, and it's, and it's Pantora, which would have been in Dark Disciple. This this is my tinfoil hat. Tinfoil hat. They're making Dark Disciple as an animated movie thing is that locations in Bad Batch correspond to locations they need to animate Dark Disciple. But they're also just cool planets. We'd had Pantora implied before. It did make me think, uh, where's Senator Chuchi in all of this? Yeah, I remember the first time I was watching this, I was like, oh, my God, we're just going to get a cameo from Senator Chuchi. But no. Nah, she's on Coruscant. I wish. I but fucking She's definitely wish. still the senator because it's only been three days. It's not like she would have her terms crazy. up. <laughs> well, it, yeah, has, been, it, it has been four seasons since we saw Senator Chuchi last. So, is uh, it? 
Yeah, last time her. we saw her was season three. That one random episode with Ahsoka. I thought she just made Senate background cameos after that. Maybe I I, I don't I, I don't have that much of a detail. I think you know what I think that she does. It's been four like, seasons since she was yeah. last significant, but oh, I yes. honestly my memory of is foggy Man, enough I, of the background of Clone Wars, so um I'm not gonna don't quote me on that or retract that, that statement. Legends. Hang on, sorry, I googled Chuchi. Don't don't say anything okay, this bad is about my wife. No, so in in a in an, a story that is no longer canon, she died. But this is wrong. Oh, yeah. we, we're glossing over the best part okay, of this yeah, episode. Yeah, she shows up in the wrong Jedi, the Rise of Whoa. Clovis, and Whoa, close to the mic. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that'll that'll be ironed out in editing. Yeah, of course. No, it's only bad for us. It yeah. was just in you were just like in our headphones. <laughs> But no, like she's, voice she's in the background yeah. of the wrong Jedi and in several episodes yeah, in season six. she votes to six. acquit Ahsoka. She, she votes to acquit. Well, we don't see that, but there's no way she voted to convict Ahsoka. Yeah, not after. Yeah, her she's, like, where did you get in, that from? In, she's uh, incredibly biased. <laughs> she actually voted. No, okay. Well, so the best part of this episode, though, is Hunter selling Echo and Echo being <gasps> righteously angry about how little he cost literally that was so funny because the this this the slavery stuff it gets old i'm like man this isn't fun it's especially not fun if anakin's not there so it's just like fuck like i'm so tired omega learning about slavery was good though because i i like that she's because i don't remember what we were talking about somebody who learned of slavery and decided it was bad oh no this was just another conversation among my friends but that sometimes happens as a trope in stories and it's like, OK, you were rich and privileged and then you learned about slavery. But Omega literally has doesn't know anything. She's just she encountering new concepts was. in the world. Yeah. So I, it worked for me where it's not just like, oh, child doesn't know about slavery. It's, oh, incredibly sheltered child doesn't know about anything. Finds out that you can sell people. Well, yeah, it was the same thing. She didn't know what bounty hunters were. So like, yeah, well, and, and also <laughs> Hunter sold Echo after she wandered off. That was so funny. That was so good. And and then and then Echo was just like, yeah, and now I'm going to vibe with these droids and we're just going to and I'm going to manipulate all of them into going and fixing our ship. That protocol droid who was just obsessed with being in charge and yeah, like <laughs> control freak. Yeah. No, it was it was a good personality trait to give a droid like I I like when they do it's a new one for a droid i think they're, we haven't seen a, a like a control freak droid in in star wars so it's a good thing for a one-off character and i liked i <laughs> i like that they had an out hunter is in his salukamai he like cuts clothes that he took off salukamai mm -hmm. but they had a droid disguise for echo which makes me think they've done this before which is just past implied past shenanigans that i enjoy they're like you're already a droid basically so yeah i think they should stop being mean to him about that well tech should stop being mean to him about that because tech, tech is would, just tech, jealous tech wants to be a droid yeah tech, tech, tech would love jealous. to have the uh screw arm yeah but yeah so that's that was cornered the speeder chase was good i liked it yeah it was a good episode it's the the last episode is like the best one though right i feel like do, are we I like a, cornered I, feel like, I think i prefer yeah, like, cornered i yeah oh i really i like i don't know calvin's fennec shand bias is the know. source of this i just yeah. i think like it as an episode i forgot we met i forgot we met sid this early sid's great yeah, that's true 
I like that she's just fucking with them the whole time. Love it. Um, not telling them it was a rancor is high comedy. I, I had a thought. I had a thought. Yeah, I could see the wheels turning. And oh, then they it stopped. Was, it was it was it was the the moment when they when they don't know that Sid is Sid. Yeah. And and o- Omega's just I keep wanting to be like Omega. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's just like you're Sid. She listed the whole squad off again in this episode and it reminded me of Calvin's impression of it. Oh, um, that was that was like disturbing when you did it, Calvin. It was so like <laughs> weirdly spot on. I, it was in the trailer and people memed it. So I just like sometimes say it to myself is the thing. Out. I'll be just like walking down the hall at work and I'll be like, Hunter. I do reckon? find the way Hunter? she says crosshair. crosshair. Like crosshair is my favorite of hers, the way Echo. she says that. No, for me it's echo and tick. Yeah. <laughs> echo. Tick. <laughs> tick. Because he's yeah. got little nervous ticks. L O L. That that does crack me up. It was like so or and a a, a sort of fun Star Wars thing is that Ord Mantell is a planet mentioned in the original trilogy, and I'm pretty sure this is the first time we've ever seen it on screen. It's just like a ref- a planet that was named back in the 80s, so it's been in a variety of stories, canon and not canon, over the years, but this is the first time we've seen it. It throws me off because I think it's the planet with the exact same architecture from Rebels, Calvin, the uh, in the baby episode. The baby episode? In season two. When Redacted fights the Redacteds, and it's really cool. Oh, oh, um, but, but that like spire city that's a circle. That it, it's the same. It's the same city design, basically, which is fun. I'll take your word for it. Well, and it's just like it's it's like going to different places in in the United States and seeing the like stucco roof housing that's common in California. Mm-hmm. Like it's just I would imagine common galactic architecture. Yeah. Also a fun check in on our friend, our friends who are enemies, the Zygarians, dickheads still keeping slaves. They throw a Kadavo reference in, which I thought was fun. Yeah, the- yeah. I also I was like, ah, I know Kadavo. I didn't, yeah, I did the same thing because I didn't remember it. I was like, oh, yeah, because I love those. Those are like my guilty pleasure Clone Wars episodes for no reason, because I always forget about all the like torturing of Obi-Wan, which I do feel bad about. Yeah, (laughs) you know, but otherwise, those are my those are my go to like it's in it. I just want to watch a fun Clone Wars adventure episodes because the whole gang's there. So I really like Rampage because they all got captured and it was just up to Omega to like do something. And that was fun for me. Like that was so fun to watch. Hunter benched oh, her yeah. and oh, then yeah. they fucked up immediately. And so she had to save them. And it was just so funny that that they like capture her and they were like, oh, she was hanging out by the cage. And she was like, I wasn't I wasn't standing there. I was unlocking it. Yeah, she's it was, so, like, so crazy. self-satisfied in that line delivery. It was great. Like it was so like very kid, like I've accomplished Shitty something and I'm so yeah. proud of it. When what she accomplished Giggles. was unleashing a uh a rampaging baby rancor. It was excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And it's a I... good sort of, like, this is a good setup for what seems to be the status quo of the season as proposed by Sid that's at the end what, of the that's episode. L- that is l- essentially verbatim what I was about to say. Is I was like, <laughs> this sets up the 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 formula, as yeah. it were, the sort well, of idea got... of like Sid's going to give them missions and they're going to go on them and that's going to further their overall goal to get crosshair. But then and Sid will yeah. be a f- Sid is such a fun character. Like 
So I love that she, I think, has only used a couple, but she will eventually develop nicknames for the entire squad. And I like that. She calls Omega Tiny, which is really funny. And she called Hunter Dark and Broody, which is just so, so funny and mean. (laughs) I, I, do you guys, wait, do you guys have a favorite Bad Batcher? And not, it can't be Omega. No, so I know uh, that. Because obviously that's who everyone would It's probably Hunter, but I like, like he gets a lot of story. Yeah, I I mean, I like, Echo was my OG fave back in the day. But he's not my favorite in the series, The Bad Batch. And it's really down to like that Hunter is sort of Hunter as dad to Omega will get a lot of story things and as the leader. And I really like some of the stuff they do with him. Amazingly, Wrecker's probably my second favorite now. I like I can't I can't. There are some folks who are just captivated with Crosshair and I don't get it. But I am really enjoying his story on the second go round. He doesn't have like warmth. We didn't him. really talk about this, though, but the, the moment in his his plot in the first episode when he, they he goes back into his old room, which they cleaned <gasps> out completely. Yeah. The new squad takes his old friend's bunks and he just sits there thinking about what he doesn't have anymore. That was like there. They get you with some good crosshair pathos. And I forgot that that happened this early. I remembered that scene. But I figured it was a couple episodes later and I was like, oh, no, it's here. It's it's just like it's a sad situation that they found themselves in. But it's like I can't really I don't really feel the sad from Crosshair in the way that I would like to. I just yeah, don't I mean, love him. We're well and we're we're obviously not done with Crosshair. We're not done with exploring what he's doing with the Imperials. And we're certainly not done with him and his brothers. So. I think a lot of the crosshair stuff that people really go feral over hasn't happened yet. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, I think crosshair also needs to become a dad. You know, that is my <laughs> that is my prediction, is that crosshair Cross- is crosshair <laughs> and that weird little boy who is not a boy. That's his kid. <laughs> you know, Are I'm you talking, talking about, about Omega? No, I'm talking about... The little Padawan boy who is probably oh, a man. Caleb. Uh, <laughs> well, I thought that was who Sid was going to be. I was like, oh, my God, the mysterious Sid. I was like, it's going to be the weird little Padawan kid who is secretly no, a No, he is Jedi, just a child. I was saying, I was saying that I yeah, thought. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I was saying oh. what, as in, sorry. Like. As in a redacted thing or as in a... No, that's no just it like makes a no sense that Sid would be. crazy. Yeah. Well, you guys have hyped up what this kid is going to be and like what he's his just life... just going to be in some other content that we're going to watch. Yeah. I don't know. You guys um, hyped it up too much. Mm. And so I was like, I was right. like, it's going to... He's not going to be... I mean, like, he's, he's not going to... You're going to forget about him by the time yeah, he shows back he's up. He's not going to show up. He's not... Well, I, I can't talk about Bad Batch Season 2, but he's not going to show back up in Bad Batch Season 1, nor should he, because like... He needs to fucking run. He is a Jedi survivor at the worst time. He needs to like, I mean, he he would be helped if he could find Ahsoka, but that's like the only person in the galaxy we know who could help him. And he doesn't even know who she is. Someone made a, someone in in one of these episodes made a joke about the Jedi being dead. And I was like, "Mm, too soon. Tech, I think. Too soon. Because tech is kind of, tech is definitely the second most dickhead of all the, the bad batchers. Well, He's now number one because Crosshair's not in the squad anymore, but. It makes me so sad. It makes me so sad. And 
Yeah. And also, and I want to say, just like, I feel like my For You page on TikTok is starting to like pick up on my Star Wars antics. Oh, no. And it's really like problematic. Like, it's truly like an issue. I'd be scrolling. Scroll. But, but what are the weird things that I've seen are like Star Wars OCs. And, and I mean, obviously, I can't, obviously, I can't really like delve into it. But there's a lot of... You could make one, but you're restricted to eras right now. Yeah, I could make one, technically. But... Yeah. I'm just like, this... There's so much. And so many OCs are common. And I keep thinking that they're real cosplays, and they are just OCs. I'm like, oh my god, like that's so cool. Like You look so good. I'm like, I can't wait to meet that character. And it's actually not someone who exists in the Star Wars canon. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's these three episodes. They're not they're not earth shaking, but they do the work that is needed for an early season. They're pretty solid. Yeah, they're character establishing and that's, you know, and they also but I was going to say the 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 in addition to the Sid gives mission potential setup, we have bounty hunters are looking for Omega and we have the ongoing Imperial sort of soldier plot line that are that are definitely established as like things going on in the background. They need mm-hmm. to know who's hunting Omega and we're learning about what the empire's doing through Crosshair. Although Crosshair is not in, he's only in one episode, but every time we check back in with him, shit is going down. Not to go back, but I think that if I were to make a Star Wars OC, it would be, do you guys remember the, the dogs, the, the blue wolves and the blue, blue wolf people in, Dark Disciple. Oh, like Dash. yeah. Oh, yes, because we Googled them. The Marins, the Ma, Ma. Yeah, the Maranese. Maranese. Yeah, I think that that's what my OC would be. <laughs> would be um like a bounty <laughs> hunter, like a blue do- blue wolf bounty hunter. And I died. So during, you're just you're just during... describing a furry with a gun. A furry. I want to be a furry with a gun and a stinger. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. A suicide in, stinger. They're in nothing else. They are they only exist for Dark Disciple. And I think that'd be crazy to well, be like I, I to love, like bring out this character from this like race that's in one thing and be like, well, if no, they'd gotten it's animated, canon, they exist. If they'd gotten animated, they'd be in more things because they'd have the animation model. But we'll but see. Eventually, somebody will love me. Somebody will put one of them in something else. I would yeah. love for like a mean Star Wars boy to be like to be like nothing like that exists. Like you can't just mm. make up alien races because you think they look cool because you want to be a furry. And I can be like, actually, <laughs> let me cite Dark Disciple, which is within the Star Wars canon. Well, and also uh, this is not really a spoiler, but just a funny fact that you haven't seen yet. There is at one point in the original trilogy where a background alien is just a re- reused werewolf mask. That's excellent. <laughs> That's so good. They were like, "Mm." (laughs) like straight up. No, like it was nicked from the horror movie set down the street or like it's it's just a werewolf guy. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Love George Lucas. Yeah, George Lucas was really. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he had no fucking money at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That's also very true. I have such a serious question. He was the Bad Patch. Do you think they would ever remake the original movies? Because no. this is a thing. This is a thing, though. Because I feel like they would, and it would be a bad, and it would be bad, and it would be a I bad mean, idea, and people would hate it. It would be. It would be when we are in Old. our middle age. 
Yeah. Like, is the only like and they've stopped telling whatever Star Wars story they've been telling for and they're going to tell for like the next decade or so. I, I, I think maybe then. But I also think. The media landscape will be so different by the time they consider it that will it'll be just different. Um, but no, I don't think they would. Not until much of the I mean, not until all the creators who are working on Star Wars right now are dead. Yeah. <laughs> George Lucas tossing in his well, grave. Well, but like, like no. Dave Filoni, Kathy Kennedy, all the all the people working on it now because they're just we'll we'll get to it. But there's a whole lot of reverence from this age of creators for those original movies. Yeah, as they exist. I but, can't wait to watch them, guys. I'm so yeah. excited. Well, so the, I was talking about so this, long. and because uh, I was thinking that the original trilogy does not have a Clone Wars. So it's essentially just going to be three movies that tell the story of those characters. Yeah. Um, which which we get to watch back yeah. to back. But and and the crucially, they're actually good. Like they're they're generally regarded all of them as really good movies. Um, they're old, so they're a bit different. Um, but it's funny because we're getting into the era now of good Star Wars movies. Um, mm-hmm. Where and like the prequels are good. I love the prequels, but we talked about each of them. They're kind of a mess. We yeah. wish they were better. And there's I mean, it took the Clone Wars to make them better. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I think I the think Revenge of the trilogy Sith didn't need that. Yeah. And I think Revenge of the Sith pre Clone Wars stood on its own. Yes. Um, because that's the only one of the prequels that did. Yeah. And and honestly, the added Clone Wars context only adds things that bug me about Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Because it, it's just so close to perfectly fitting. And then I'm and then I'm like, wait, but we've watched five seasons. That's not what Anakin should be doing at this point. Then I remember the, the movie was made 10 years earlier. But Ooh, yeah, no, we're going to we're going to get to some fun. The original trilogy era is and the we'll, I'll call it the Imperial era for the whole thing is good. I like stories in it. And some of yeah. my favorite animated stories are still to come. And I'm excited for you to meet those characters. Me too. Like there are some characters that are like I have not seen like a majority of like the iconic characters. So yeah, it's kind that of is the exciting. funny bit, too. Well, so like we're going to watch the solo movie soon. And mm-hmm. so you're going to get introduced to Han Solo in a way nobody really ever has <laughs> no one with, in the, their with the recast right mind. And so it's going to be yeah. funny to introduce you to Han Solo when he's not Harrison Ford. <laughs> but we'll see. That yeah, is the, I mean, that I is, guess we'll see. We've committed to the podcast, so we yeah. can't skip Solo to go back and do it later. It would make no sense to. Yeah, we will get there. So next week on First Steps, a Star Wars podcast. I don't know where that accent kind of came from, but Those we're going to go with it. It's, it's Star Wars. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll 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 say it's genetic. We watch The Bad Batch Season 1, Episodes 6, 7, and 8, Decommissioned, Battle Scars, and Reunion. Hell yeah. Oh, we kept I'm the so cliffhanger. Excited. Fuck yeah. I'm so excited. This yeah. is going to bug you, Andy, but it's excellent. You deserve to wait a week like we had to wait a week. <laughs> <laughs> Although technically you can watch it right after, but uh, I, I don't do it till we re- don't do it till we record. No, no, I'll definitely wait. I'll dang. I was literally like, man, maybe I should just watch the episodes tonight, but I'll hold off then if it's going to be. I mean, if you want to, you can, well, no, you you can got... come over and watch them yeah. if you want to. No, I've got to celebrate tonight. Oh, yeah, no, it is. Uh, it I is forgot the... about that. I put 420 are, in the news today. We are recording this on the high holy days. So, so. <laughs> Spend time with your loved ones. It's also my grandmother's <laughs> birthday on Happy April 20th birthday. when we are recording. Well, all right. Well, 
Until next time, may the force be with you. Swag. Thank you guys for listening to First Steps, a Star Wars podcast. You can find us on Facebook at First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, on Twitter at First Steps SW, and on Instagram at First Steps Star Wars. You can stream us on any of the major podcast handles, and you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Thanks a lot. <laughs>